Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready War Room. As usual, I'm your host Jim, and with me is Mike. Alrighty, Mike. Uh, looks like it's me and you again. Right, let's do it. Awesome. So we're gonna just dive right into it since we both know the rules. These are actual headlines pulled off of news sites, and we're going to discuss them as we see them. No knowledge, unless you have some pre-existing knowledge. Um, no knowledge otherwise. This is gonna be brutal. <laughs> you know, Let's this is always it. fun. All right, we're gonna start off with uh, good old Texas. <clears throat> government, government, Governor Abbott sends National Guard troops to make arrest at Texas border. Arresting who? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know about this. Uh, I have absolutely no issue with this. I wouldn't either. Uh, yeah, I have absolutely no issue <clears throat> with it. Uh, this used to be considered uh, political suicide. Um, but I'm glad he's taking a stand. You know, and it should have been done a long time ago. Yeah, and this is this is part of what, what I think is problem with our, our, our government. And when we keep getting, uh, you know, these big city governments that just, they don't know the stance because Texas is directly impacted by illegal immigration. Yep. Directly. <clears throat> Not, well, California is a little bit too, you know, but Texas has got the biggest border, right? With Mexico. Right. They're impacted directly. And you got people up in New York talking about, oh, the immigrants, this immigrant. They don't even know. You got Kamala Harris, who didn't even go down there. And then she did. She was, what, 500 miles away or something? From no, there? I think it was about 400. It was 400? Yeah, oh, yeah my she bad. was closer. My bad. Yeah. Oh, don't let me embellish. <laughs> Keep me <Yeah>. honest. <clears throat> but you get what I'm saying? So yeah. these people are trying to make policies about things they don't even know. When, you know, Texas, I don't blame them. You know, do, what, do what's best for your state. Wow, here we go. What? Do what's best for your state. Yeah. Just talked about that on the previous episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so. Well, that's why they're states, right? Isn't that right. why we created each state? Each state runs independent. Yep. They come together to form the United States, but they're yeah. all independent states. That's it. So that's why I'm, I'm, you know, for a smaller government, let the government stop interfering with the states. You know, I, I do, I know Nate brought up a lot, you know, he used to complain about like a, a standard um, concealed carry permit or whatever like that, or standard driver's license. Although I can see his argument and I understand it, that if you're like a U.S. passport, it's for the U.S., it's for all American citizens. But I also understand that too, certain states may, may have different requirements for things, you know, maybe they want you to get their license because they want you to take their test. I don't know. So. <clears throat> well, I've always felt that way. It should be one driver's license for the state. United States, excuse me. Sure. Um, concealed carry, same thing. Yeah, and I understand. Yeah. Like I said, I, I could probably get on board with those things that are similar. If, if all the states can come to a standard. And yeah. if not, say, hey, make your case. Why is yours different? Yeah. What is different about your state that it can't be a, a federal standard? Yeah. <clears throat> then I'd get on board. Yeah. So I, I agree with you as well. I just think in default, you got to leave it to the state. <clears throat> I agree with that as well. 
You know, because Mon yeah. Montana may have different requirements. Yeah, it's like, <clears throat> uh, then the standing, now you're talking about age, the age requirement as well. So different states have different age requirements. Think about it. Like, let's say you got a, a state that's full of farms, and yeah. they need 14-year-old boys, girls, yeah. whatever, to start driving earlier to work on farms. You know, how do you give them a federal license when other states say, no, you can't drive till you're 16, 17? Right. Now, I mean, you could add two, right? You could probably yeah, you say... Could, that's when you can still have your classes, though. Right. Or you like can have a, a specific underclass B, driver's yeah. license. Yeah. Only good for that state. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I get it. Yeah. Or just a class F only for farm equipment. Right. You know, something like that. It probably yeah, is that anyway. There's probably something exists like that anyway. But I, 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 I don't get think it. they have a license at all when they're that young. They, just, they don't have anything. To, the parents just teach them how to operate it and they just do it. Who's going to come on the farm and check them? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think they yeah. do have something, but I don't think they get it. No, oh, no, no, absolutely yeah. not. So absolutely back not. to the the border thing. So does this validate, or do you consider this just a stunt? Does this validate the problem we have at the border that no one wants to recognize? Uh, I would say yeah. Yeah. It, 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 did it need it though? Some validation? I I, I don't well, know. It's like I said, it's been denying a... it. Huh? They're still denying it that there's oh, a problem I... at the border. I have never seen anyone deny that. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's either we need to do something about it, or hey, just let it let them let them come in. This mm -hmm. is America. Let them let it come in. But when you're not living down there, it's no problem. No, right. It's no problem. Yeah. But if you and had a say, house down there, ugh. they say it's all connected. They say that this is the replacement votes that they're trying to get in for the Democratic Party. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. I mean, honestly, they're illegal votes. So I kind of believe it because they're accusing Texas of being too strict on voting. Mm -hmm. So the illegals can't vote. Voted multiple times here in Texas. They're not strict. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that that's what they're accusing them of. Whoever so. told you Texas is strict on voting, it's, uh, uh, I'd like to have a conversation with them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't vote in Texas. Yeah. I do, and it's not strict. Well, they're trying to make it more accountable, I think, right? Yeah. Well, making people accountable is not making it strict. Well, but that's what I'm saying. So you would think that, well, who would be against that, right? I mean, I'm right. going to take this off in a whole voting tangent, but who would be against proving who you are? Because they say they say that these, these rules take away votes, but in all actuality, by you proving who you are validates your vote. Yeah. No one else can use it. Yep. So it doesn't take away. And if you can't somehow find a way to get to the voting booth or get an ID or or your, the last four of your social or whatever, then you probably, like I said, you probably don't need to be voting. I've already said that, though. But anyways, um, that's good. Anything else you want yeah. to add to that? No, let's go to the next one. All right, one. but we're going to keep it. We're going to keep a state of Texas going because this is a hot spot. First warrant signed for Texas Democrat who fled to D.C. I don't know who the warrant is for which one, but. All right, that's a little grandstanding to me. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But isn't it is it not equal, equally opposite to the other grandstanding that they were doing? Yeah. Probably a tit for tat, you know? Yep. Well. What are you going to do? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, well, this is just they're, the they're, Okay, I yeah, they're going to they catch him or they, they just walk in, you know, they just turn themselves in. They'll be out in a couple of hours and just, yeah, it just make a difference, man. Nah, I, don't know. I don't like that one. I, I don't like that one bit. Even if it was for the other side, it's like, come on, man. Because now it's like, okay, now you got to go tit for tat and say things like, okay, now when you guys do it and you will, we're going to have a right, not a right, but we can do to you what you're doing to us. Right. Not in Texas. It has to be another state. Well, but let me ask you a question, though. Is it is it against the law? Is it is it legit? Are they really just enforcing the law where before they wouldn't have enforced it? They would have just right. let them break the rule. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I don't think it's against the law. No. You don't think don't, what they did is, is warrantable? Apparently no. somebody signed a warrant. Yeah, I know, but I, hey, how many laws have we talked about where it's like, man, that's just, come on, seriously? Well, but that's my question. I mean, this is, that's good, that's good debate we can have even for, you know, another topic is that's the question is just because a law exists, do you enforce it or not? And if you don't enforce it, why is it a law? Change the right. law, get rid of the law. So, in fact, if this is a law where they were not supposed to flee, they're breaking the law. What is Texas supposed to do? Just well, not enforce that. it because they're politicians? Right. I, I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. If, if they broke the law, then they should, you know, serve their time in court. But so that's why I'm saying the tit for tat, from a political standpoint, is childish. Yeah. But if you're going to set the standard that hey, this day forward, even if Republicans do it. This is the standard because it's the law. I'm all for it. Yeah, but we know that's not the case. Right. But uh, that's what I'm saying. From that perspective, I'm all for it. Enforce yeah. the law. Yeah. It's what you should have been doing anyway. Yep. I agree. So, that's Texas, right? Yeah. Everything happens in Texas. Queers and stairs. <laughs> Where's your horns? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I put them up. Oh, good, good choice, yeah. good choice. All right, so uh, speaking of, that's a good segue into our next one. Um, some medical schools now teaching that biological sex is a social construct. Biological sex is a biological sex. Yeah, just sit in that word for a second. Just sit on that word, biological. Biological sex. Like, can biological be socially constructed? <laughs> I would like to know the medical school. There's yeah. several of several, them, not just yeah. one, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, I don't... Uh, obviously, we both disagree with that. Well, right. Well, there, there's been an argument between sex and gender, right? right? They're trying to say they're two different things. So maybe they're agreeing that gender is still biological. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, I, I thought sex, sex was sex supposed to be biological. Yeah, gender yeah. was the one that was socially constructed. Yeah. That's why this strikes me as odd, because is do we did we socially construct the, the penis? <laughs> I mean, when you look and you say, hey, well, who socially constructed that? Like, right. isn't that biology? Mm-hmm. So, in, you know, the uterus, like, isn't that, like, uh... Right. So, did we socially construct that? I just can't believe this. Well, you gotta believe it. It's happening, right? Yeah. I mean, you, well, you can. You always contest it's not well, true. Well, let me ask you this. Are any of the ones in Texas doing this? 
No, these are probably all in New York and yeah. California. Yeah. You know, the big cities that they have to they have to get their way. Oh man, this is sad. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's sad. Yeah. And what's sad is like, you know, we're getting to that point, and and, and we they've talked about this, and there's so many books and people writing about this stuff. How we've reached these levels, and people are just like, "Oh no, 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 that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen." But look what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about something that is indisputable. Yeah. You know, could could we be completely wrong about biology? Yes. Mm-hmm. But is there a difference between a penis and a uterus? Yes. <laughs> so even yeah. if we're completely wrong about biology, uh, we can call it whatever we want. There's a, a real difference between the two. Yeah. So whatever you want to call it, gender, sex. Uh, Whatever, it's still different. Mm. Why are we debating that? Yeah, I, I, yeah. All right, what's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about sex. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait. All right, this is one we we'd mentioned uh, the previous episode that I wanted to come back to. Some states forced to restore three hundred dollar unemployment benefits after jobless Americans sue. Well, they got all that money to sue now, right? So. Yeah, but who are they? Like, what, what's, what's the lawsuit, though? I don't know. Maybe they're not job? being treated fairly because other states are getting it. I don't oh, know. So Okay, so these states are being sued. Okay. This is part of the states. Like, there was some member of the 30 states or something that took the unemployment benefits yeah. away. Yeah. So they're being sued. Those states are. So they're, they were forced to restore it. And it may not even be a determination yet. It might be one of those uh, where they put a hold on it. So they mm-hmm. force them to go back and pay it until the settlement. Yeah. But then, then what happens? Do they force them to pay it back if they lose the case? Like what? Yeah, I would say yeah. Now with that that uh three hundred dollar benefit there, I I say if you do it and say hey once you start working again, you have to pay us that back. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But what's wrong with that, Mike? What's wrong with that? Conceptually, nothing's wrong with that. It's right. a great idea. The right. problem is all those little college kids that got all their degrees and now want the government to pay their, their college degree off. Mm. Now you're going to make people who were working unemployment pay off their unemployment? Mm. It's the same whiny liberal babies that are going to be out there, oh, no, no, it should be free, which they don't even realize free is not free because somebody's right. paying for it. Somebody's always <clears> paying for it. Yeah. So... I, I, I'm with you. I think that's a great idea. I think, in fact, I think even everybody who's been given these benefits mm-hmm. should pay them back. Yeah. The excess. Mm-hmm. Pay back the taxes that you took from other people. Yeah. Not the unemployment benefit, because I, I want to make sure I, I, I'm, I'm clearly um, make my stance on this or my stand on this. Unemployment is an insurance that you pay for. Mm-hmm. So that is something entitled to you, no matter whether you're collecting unemployment. It's totally different than welfare. Welfare is on the backs of the taxpayers. Unemployment is an insurance that you pay for. So when you become unemployed, you get and deserve every penny of unemployment. What we're talking about is this, this call it a stimulus, whatever you want to call it, the additional payments that the government took from taxpayers to supplement unemployment. Right. That's the money you are not entitled to, and you should have to pay it back. Right. Because that's the purpose, right? The purpose is to keep you afloat while you're unemployed. Not to give you a dream vacation, not to give you Mm -hmm. new TVs, not to give you, you know, all this money in the bank. It's to keep you afloat. So you should pay it back. Yeah. And I would love it. I don't don't know if it's legal, but I would love it if they came back after all that money. 
Right. Just say, hey, just pay us back uh, twenty-five dollars a week or yep. twenty-five dollars a paycheck. Right. And what you does know? that do? What does that do to the uh, the new um, wage? So now you're getting fifteen dollars an hour. That drops you down to ten again because you got to pay five back because they gave you free money earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People yeah. don't get it, man. I mean, you don't got to be a genius, but people don't get it. Yeah. So, anyways, right. we don't want to go off into a different tangent, but so yeah, there never do that. Go ahead. Right, but you remember there we were excited about this happening, and then the employment right. went back up, and now all of a sudden, people are suing. So, but those must I be the people they were suing because they couldn't find a job. But well, right. maybe that's these, these select few. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we we're just taking this at face value. Because it says, uh, well, first of all, how many people could sue a state that would force them to restore it? You know, if, if one or two people sued, would that really force them to restore it? No. It'd have to be like that class action type. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, or they can just go to a, a higher court and request, you know, a freeze or a stay or whatever those, those things are. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to pretend to be a lawyer. But I'll give you legal advice if you want. No, I'm just kidding. All right, next one. Speaking of courts, what a segue. Like, we are so on these segues. Look at this. Biden forbids immigration judges from using the term alien. I agree. You agree? Yeah. You don't agree with that? It should be illegal alien. So what are they now, illegal? Illegal illegal alien. But, but judges can't use the word alien, so what are they? Oh, I thought it just can't say alien, but you can say illegal alien. That's what I was well, saying. Well, well, right, right, right. But, but, but unless that's one word, illegally alien, yeah. then they can't use the the end of that. So what do they have to do with that? Undocumented worker, undoc- whatever that crap is? Yeah, okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. What do they say? It is what it is. You have the same the same result. You have well, someone here that's not that by law should not be here. Sure. In right. the end, the semantic argument is stupid, but let's go to the educational part. Like we're we're talking about a government, right? People running this country. Now mm-hmm. I believe it was Paul, right? Paul corrected us on the inalienable rights. Yeah. Well, what do you think the core definition of that word is around? Well, it's, it's what it is. It's a like in unalienable, right? That's what mm-hmm. he was talking about. And we've right. had that discussion before. And it's like, so my rights, you can't put a lien on my rights. Right. So could we just call these guys aliens? I thought you were going somewhere, Jim. <laughs> I really did. I really I just did. Wanted you to, I just wanted to feel smart for a second. Do you feel smart? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Are <laughs> right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. <clears throat> Researchers find 110 more secret Chinese nuclear missile silos under construction. Should wow. I, should you really I... needed that extra 10 there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, those are only only the ones they found. Yeah, yeah. It's probably like 350. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> wow. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. I mean, because what do they say? I have yet to meet anyone who says 
that once once one launch, one missile is launched, rocket, whatever, missile is launched, that that's not the end. Until you come up with a defense mechanism to or, these launches, you know, then, you know, once you launch one, that's it. It's over. Or what? Or what? The element of surprise where you don't even know it's coming. Yeah, that would that would be, yeah, yeah. But then do you really need it? 110? I don't know. Maybe that is their defense. Mm. <clears throat> you know? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe you flood the skies with them and the hope they can do is just throw a Hail Mary in return, hoping, I don't know, one of them misses or hits. I don't know. Yeah. But it's not a surprise. Are you, you're not surprised by it, are you? No. Nah. What I'm surprised by is they just now found them. Oh, they're under construction. More, yeah. They're under construction. Yeah, I think, yeah. They probably have yellow cones all around or yeah, orange cones yeah. and everything. Stay away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they probably had a big billboard saying uh, secret uh, missile silo under construction coming soon. And you, had, <laughs> and you had some 16-year-old kid looking at Google Maps or yeah. Google Earth. Oh, look what I found. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's the wow. researchers. Yep. Oh, look over there. Got another one. Got another one. All that, all that military oh. technology we have, and it took some researchers to find. Yeah. Well, they're military researchers. Oh, it didn't say that, though. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I'm just making it up. Yeah, they, <laughs> these could be like little hackers from, I don't know, Taiwan. I don't know. Yeah. That's, it, I mean, that's interesting, but not surprising at all. Right. It's like, they, like people always say, they're playing the long game, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're playing the long game. And they can. They can afford to because they're yep. communists. Yep. Yep. They can afford to. So, all right. You ready for the next one? Yep. Let's do the next one. Democrat state rep Jewel Jones defends using campaign cash for strip club meeting. How do you feel about that one, Jim? I just got to... How do I feel? Yeah. Who who's he uh who's he taking? Oh, my thing is I, I just want to do something. I knew it. I, damn it, I knew it. I had to Google it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating. No, I was Googling him. Oh, you wanted That's to see it. what the strip club looked like. Uh, Have you yeah. been there before? No, more like what he looked like. Say like, just damn. Well, those places aren't cheap. Not that I know this, but... It can be. They can be? Yeah, I mean, you don't spend that much money in there. Well, what's the average amount you spend? Well, dude, you're talking decades since I've been in one. Um, oof. Well, and how do you know I the cost spend is more than, Huh? How do you well, know the cost is Yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't have to be if you do, like me, 20, 30 bucks. Well, there's usually a cover, right? Because they know people can go in there and look and not order. Right. So it's usually a cover. So you're going to get in there. You're going to pay something right off the bat. Cover to drink minimum. <clears throat> and then the drinks are, you know, usually five to ten bucks. Show yeah. me a five dollar drink in there. Water. <laughs> Six fifty. Soda, right? <laughs> yeah. Seven fifty. Right. <laughs> and then you know, and then obviously, if you're gonna, you know, enter entertainment or anything you want to pay for yeah <clears throat> not cheap nah, so nah, nah. so although it may be uh a good place to take a bunch of people i don't think it's a wise use of government money 
Yeah. He's wrong well, as I don't know what, man. It's campaign cash, so I guess that's not technically government money yet. Yeah. It's donations. Listen, for your state rep taking campaign funds going to, and going to a strip club, it's wrong. Plain and simple. You know, no matter how you want to shake it. You know what I mean? Oh, damn. <clears throat> no matter how you want to look at it. Oh, damn. Next one, Jim. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait. I want, I want to visit this because what if we change strip club to Chuck E. Cheese? That's still really using it for personal reasons. Okay. Yeah. So wh- where would you take them? Take who? It, it's a meeting. You're having a meeting. Oh, God. I don't know. Take them to some steakhouse or something. I don't know. That could be more expensive than Chuck E. Cheese. True. That's true. But you're not going to see many uh, voters, as many voters in Chuck E. Cheese. As so it's a moral thing, then, you're yeah. saying. It's yeah. a moral thing. Morally, the strip club thing looks bad. Yeah. I mean, it looks good in, inside, but bad from the outside. All right, right, next one. This is our last one. <clears throat> so if that one wasn't fun, this one will be fun. Obama set celebrity-studded 60th birthday bash at $11 million Martha's Vineyard Mansion. He's having a birthday party at Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, at his $11 million mansion, no? Yeah. Yeah, that is like the oppression party of the year. I don't get the $11 million. It, isn't that his house? Doesn't it cost $11 million? Yeah, so why, why does it matter, though? He's having a birthday party at... Do you, do you know why it matters? I'll tell you why it matters, because I remember this distinctly, remember this. In an interview, when he said he was talking about... Uh, taxing and, and the rich and all that when he made that comment about uh you know when is enough when is enough enough when do you have too much money so he was commenting on the rich people about how they have too much money they've got enough money they need to not splurge and spend they need to start putting back into the system mm-hmm. he was commenting about that that was before he had 11 million dollar mansion okay so i remember that so i just think it's odd that you know the way he's celebrating his 60th. So he's on a different level now. Yes, which, just like Bernie Sanders, the millionaires and billionaires. Oh, no, the billionaires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a millionaire, yeah. right. Right. Yeah, it just shows you, it highlights the hypocrisy. <clears throat> uh, is it really hypocrisy, though? Well, yeah, if you're telling people that they, you know, they got too much money and then you go buy a million, live a million-dollar house, do you need a $11 million house? I'm, I'm not mad that he's, he's got it, whatever. But when you make those statements, like even I, even at like I think of myself, so I would have to eat crow if I got $11 million house because I don't think I would ever need an $11 million house. You don't think you would what? I would ever need one. Oh, okay. Like I would sooner buy a rec center for, or a compound like Waco for all the people to, to live in, you know, more than just me. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I need $11 million home? Like, you don't know until that time comes. Right. To to host, you know, Epstein and all the other friends you got. Epstein? Isn't he dead? <laughs> I don't know. You tell well, me. Okay. I thought he was. Well, you tell nah, me. I don't know. I don't know about the need because someone that's not as well off as you now would say, why does he need that the house you're in right now? 
No, and you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, that's why I've opened my doors up to a, a, a veteran in need. I've yeah. opened my doors to that. So if I own an $11 million home and I stand before the people and talk about oppression and how poor people don't get anything and, and how they're being oppressed and all that, well, aren't you part of that impression? oppression? Not you really, have an $11 million dollar home. Yeah, but you don't know about the other $11 million that he probably donated. So I, I, that's what I don't get. Well, I don't, but if he... Right. if he Like, there used to be... Um, what are the... The Templar Knights. You, ever, you remember them? Where they, they, they made an oath to uh, poverty? Do you remember that back in the days? Mm -mm. Yeah, no. Anyways, no. They, they made an oath to poverty because they realized that the more money they had, the less other people had. So mm. they can completely function in poverty because they would people would give them. They would supply right. them. So they didn't need to take, take, take. They didn't need more. Mm. And that was the true redistribution of wealth. Right. So what I'm saying is I don't really care how rich and well off you are. Why do you need an $11 million home? Like, what do you do in that? Well, I mean, the same way that you need your $25,000 home. No, no, not true. My home's not twenty five. That'd be a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm saying is like I have to pay the home prices to be in this neighborhood where I feel safe. Okay. Right now I could go get that twenty five thousand dollar trailer and put money into a perimeter, a wall, and build a little Waco, Texas, and feel safe too. I don't know what extra level eleven million dollar home would bring me. Now would it be nice? Hmm. Sure. I guess, yeah, but, but then I'd so, have to live with myself and say, yeah, but, okay. Hey, I'm not justifying it at all. It's like when I, when I hear those type of comments, I'm like, yeah, I used to think the same way. But he can't come to my neighborhood and live without being harassed or, you know, and that goes for any ex or former president at that level. He just can't. So if he's taking his money and putting it into the market and buying this eleven dollar house, I don't $11. have an issue. Eleven? That's eleven dollar, eleven million dollar house. I don't have an issue with it. Well, I don't either. I, I mean, like I said, I don't have an issue with even rich people having rich houses. I, I think it's it's better spent if you're going to speak about helping. You know, it just looks bad. It just goes back to the strip, strip club thing to me. Yeah. If you're going to talk about people in poverty and you live in a house that's worth $11 million, when really all you need is a $500,000 house in that same neighborhood. Mm. You know, you're talking about he can't live where we live, but he doesn't need an $11 million house. He can have a $500,000 house in that neighborhood. So who's, who, who determines what Jim needs? Who determines what I need? Yeah. Well, I do. Okay. Sure. Yeah, All but right. I'm not, but I'm saying I'm not I'm not sitting here saying you know you're you're being held back or rich people have too much money and then I become rich and then just do exactly what I just said. I'm not doing yeah. that. Yeah, you kind of are when you say he doesn't need an 11 million dollar house. Okay, so you're saying is he does need it in his eyes. No way am I saying that. <laughs> that's what it sounds like, because uh, that's saying all I'm that saying. He needs it what? That he he thinks he needs an eleven million dollar home. No, I could, I, the only thing I would say was that he wanted it. Sure, <laughs> that's all I would say. And I'm talking about needs, wants, needs. It's different to want. I mean, you can want right. to buy the New York Knicks. That's great. 
but you don't need a basketball team. Right. But so there's nothing wrong with wants. He wants an $11 million home because he has $11 million to spend on a home. That's great. But he spoke about rich people having too much money. When is enough enough? And then he goes and buys a home that to me is enough. More than enough home that he needs. Right, but to him it's not. And the thing about it is, if he spoke and didn't know what he was, because uh, you said he said this before, mm-hmm. you know, he had all this money. So he, he didn't know what he was talking about. And sure. his defense, he, he can say, well, I don't have enough money yet. Like, when is enough enough? I, I didn't right, because he doesn't own an island like Epstein. He doesn't, right. right. So there's people out there with way more than he has. So clearly, he's on the low end of the totem pole as right. far as filthy rich. Right. I get it. <laughs> uh, back to the $11 house. So <laughs> we'll go ahead and close out here because I don't know what we're even talking about anymore. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us here in the War Room. If you're a veteran, get on www.pop.pulldthepinalready.com. And until then, Godspeed. And pull the pin. <laughs>